all the preparation through OTAs, the reps, guys getting all those reps, obviously, in all that time. Um, when it happens, then you trust that that guy is going to be able to go in there and perform, and that's where we are right now. Whoever's in there is in there. Um, obviously did a great job last week of going in there with uh, uh, Avante, obviously playing back, and then he ends up in the slot after Sydney gets dinged there. Rasul's out there. Trey Sullivan comes out. I was just proud of him. Go out there, nobody blinked. Um, and I would say for Avante, um, obviously we made the move to try to get him back there and kind of take Rodney's role. You guys already know that. And then all of a sudden, whatever the play number was, and hey, man, listen, you got to play the nickel, which he already knew that. I mean, that was already the plan. If something happened to Sid, he would go in there. Didn't even blink. I mean, he's had thousands of reps through OTAs, training camp. You guys know he played in there all for the last eight months. So for him to go back in there and play and not even blink, that uh, was great to see, which is, you know, that's what we expect of those guys. They're here every single day. They prepare um, for Avante to go out there and do that. It was, it was great to see. And, I mean, even for Rasul, I mean, he's, we've had him back there in case, obviously, when Corey went down and the numbers started getting low, then guys have to step up and be ready to play and went out there and played, uh, did his job. So it was good. What, what, did, you guys, what did you and Tim tell Rasul? Hey, go play safety. Do this. Do that. You know. No, I mean no. Time? I mean that's been for two weeks now. So in uh, practice, he takes reps and for both us and on the practice squad, you got to put him in a situation where he can at least get back there and get comfortable. It's not, you know, we do that. Obviously, it's been going on for a long time. Guys get hurt, and you got to have guys that can plug in and go play. And Ristool's done a good job. Tim, I think, has done a great job too of spending some extra time with him and getting him ready if it did go down. So, I mean, for him to step out there, that was not the first time he'd stepped back there and lined up as safety. He's done that in practice, and um, he's been in every single meeting for two years he's been here. So, now, listen, it's different being in a meeting than it is standing out there on the, on the grass and taking a snap back there, but um, he was more than, more than able to do it and did a good job. It seemed like the corners, seemed like the corners uh, pressed a little more uh, this game. I don't know if that was true or not, if that was just part of the scheme, but... But why, are you, why do you feel comfortable? Yeah, well, I would, I, would, I would say it's probably, without getting into it, some of the calls. I mean, I think Jim, Jim did a great, on a short week against that squad. Yeah. Um, I thought Jim did a great job with the game plan. I thought the players did a great job of learning it and then going out and executing it. And it would depend on the press. I mean, we'd press. Those guys, it uh, depends on the situation. Obviously, depends on the call. Um, so there was a little bit more. And I think Darp and Jay both felt comfortable getting up and challenging anybody that was out there. So... Um, I couldn't give you the breakdown on how many times they were up or when they were back, but I thought they did a good job of executing the scheme. So when you said the plan was for Avante uh, to play slot if Sid went down, mm-hmm. is that the plan for him coming up this uh, summer? I would, I would say this. We'll reevaluate that the next year a couple of days, and then we'll come up with a plan. I'm not really sure what that is yet. We'll make that decision here as we go forward, um, and then we'll see how it goes. Whoever's out there is going to be out there, and we'll, we'll go play, well, just like we always do. Why was Avante the, the first guy up against Tennessee at free safety as opposed to uh, we just like that. We'd liked, uh, we kind of, I mean, we took Rodney obviously out of the picture. And um, after talking about it as a staff, Avante gave us probably the best replacement for Rodney. I mean, kind of same body type, speed, change of direction. Um, Avante tough now. Um, and you, that, I don't know, I think that position as free safety kind of gets overlooked sometimes. Like, oh, the guy's just standing back there in the back part of the field. That ball comes ripping through there, slant, run. Got to get the guy on the ground. And we all felt more than comfortable with Avante in that role, being able to get people on the ground. He's got great range. He's fast. That guy's really, really smart back there. He's got great awareness. 
um, some of the things he's been done in the last two weeks is like, wow, I mean, guy stepped in there and without hesitation. So, Jalen Moore no said, problem. That, Jalen said that one of the things that really kept him going towards maybe, you know, some struggles, maybe they're overstated or not. Mm-hmm. But he said was the support that he was getting from, from you and from Jim. And um, what were some of the things that you guys are doing to coach him up after those games? Uh, listen, Jalen, man, you got, it's, you, Jim says it all the time. You know, you play corner in this league, it's kind of the cost of doing business. We're aggressive with those guys. We like them aggressive, and there's, you're going to give up some plays. Not Listen, not that we want them. We're not looking to give up those plays. Um, the thing that is so impress, that impresses me about Jalen since the day I met him and since the entire time he's been here, um, I don't want to go back. I mean, go back to the Vikings game. He gets beat on that double move on Thielen, and then they get the ball inside the red zone. He makes two straight plays to get a, kick a field goal. I mean, a guy turn the switch and move on to the next play. And if you can't do that and play corner, you're, you're not going to make it. Um, so, I mean, I don't really have to say much to Jalen. I mean, um, he knows what comes with the territory. And if you don't play good, then that's what's going to happen. And then he knows that all he can do is go out there and play the next nap, prepare the next week after the game's over, and go out there and get ready to play again. It's a new opportunity. Got a lot of ball to play. Um, and he is not, you guys know him, I mean, he is not, the guy to cower or worry about his play or the last play. He's going to play the next one, and he's going to do everything he possibly can to win on the next one. So um, it's my job as a coach to make sure that happens with him, and it's not a problem with him. With, with a guy like Rasul, do you see him like ultimately yeah. maybe down the road as, as being a guy who could end up being a safety full-time? Um, I would say this. We're in the situation right now because we've had a couple injuries. Um, we'll come up with a plan or whatever that plan is. We'll see how it goes. I'm not going to say who's going to be back there. I actually read this. I don't know. So we'll go through this week of practice, and we'll see how it breaks, I'm shakes just down. Saying, right, you know, potential-wise. Yeah, I mean, I think there's anybody that's in my room could play corner, nickel, or safety. I wouldn't doubt any of those guys playing any of those spots. There was, um, and I can't also predict if that's going to happen. So you just, we'll see you, what happens. You mentioned Jalen in the red zone. What, what makes him and Darby so effective down there? I would say, first of all, their competitiveness. Um, take a lot of pride down there. Um, we've been good back there. I mean, we've been good in the red zone since we've been here. So. Um, we take a lot of pride in that, and they're both competitive guys. They study hard, um, and you got to play with great technique down there or it's not good, and they both take pride in that. They work hard at it. We do it all the time, um, and I think they just have a lot of confidence in it. They believe in the scheme, and they go out there and do everything they possibly can to make sure the ball doesn't get caught on them, which they have not been perfect this year at all, but um, when we get down there, we feel good about those two guys out there. Do you see any common theme there, or is it just kind of? No, no, no. I mean, you, the, PI, the holding calls, the ICTs, the PIs, they are what they are. I mean, you've got to fight. We, well, obviously, we're trying to do everything we can to get rid of them. Um, some of them go back to the same thing. If you're up there and you're touching a guy, I mean, some of those are 50-50 calls, you know. But we don't want that, so we got to just keep fighting. They all both got to keep fighting so that they don't, don't keep showing up. There, there was obviously an, an unknown with, with Sidney Jones coming into the season. You know, you had seen him all off season, but just playing in a regular season game. How has he held up relative to your expectations? Uh, he's done a good job. I mean, obviously he's, he's dinged now, so we'll see what happens going forward. But I was very pleased with him. Um, I mean, you guys know the whole, the whole conversation with OTAs and training camp. That was an open competition, and he went and grabbed it. So, and through the first five games or six games there, obviously he got hurt in the sixth there. Um, I liked where he was going. It was not perfect by any means. I mean, we were working every single week to clean stuff up. Um, but I liked where he was headed. And 
we'll see what the injury what it holds. But I, th- I feel good about him coming back and playing when he gets back. It seems like he's been a little bit more more physical than some people might have expected. Would you think that's fair? Uh, I mean, going back to his college shape, I mm-hmm. never questioned his physicalness, okay. so it did not shock me whatsoever. Okay. You guys had a short week uh, before the Giants game, and then you go in there playing some coverages that aren't maybe your foundational coverages. Uh, how, what do you attribute the su- success there to? I mean, is it just a? Um, yeah, I just say you get resilient players. I mean, they know it's a short week. There's nothing you can do about that. So you got one option. That's to come in and learn, watch as much tape as you possibly can. You get two practices to go out there and learn it. And I mean, Jim didn't make up anything new. We have that coverage in, and um, they went out and played hard and executed it. So that's on the players. I have no idea if he gets a bad rap or not. Uh, it just seems like the, the league is on, on pace for record scoring. Yeah. Lots of corners are getting yeah. in the game. That's my point. Okay. Maybe he's getting less than somebody else. Yeah, I don't know. I care about Jalen and the guys that are in my room. I don't know what the stats say. Um, I know that we went out and played a hard game against an NFC East division opponent and we needed to come out of there with a win, and we did. So I'm happy for those guys. And I mean, we got the Panthers here coming in, so we got we're on to the next one. Looking at Jalen and Ronald, looking at Jalen and Ronald's season as a whole, how would you assess their play? Uh, we're three and three right now. That's how I'd assess it. Yeah, what are the three cha- and three. What are the challenges of having such a young group? We talked after me after the game. Malcolm's the only guy over 24 is in uniform. And, and how do they kind of overcome their lack of experience this whole Yeah, time? I mean, I would say Malcolm's presence in the room has a lot to do with it. Um, that room, is it's tough with him in there, obviously. I mean, we put a lot of pressure on those guys to learn, and being young and being a rookie, is and being that's not an excuse for anything. I mean, you're in the room for a reason. That's because you're going to help us win. So um, if you go about it any other way than that, you probably ain't going to make it. What so if you're not going to show up and compete every single day, I don't care if you're in five years or one year or two weeks, that's what we're asking for you. So that's your job to go out there and do that. And if you can't, then you're not going to be out there. So um, those guys do a good job in that room. It's a great room to coach. Obviously, you guys have heard me say that many times. Uh, I'm blessed to have them in there and um, we'll see how it goes going forward here. When it, comes to Avante, when it comes to Avante Maddox, was there anything in the pre-draft process that kind of highlighted how smart of a player? Yeah, I mean, we spent, I spent some time with him at his pro day and talked to him. Um, all the research we did, there was no, there was no question marks on can the guy learn um, he's a sharp kid. He gets ball. He loves ball. Um, and if you get it and you love it, you got a chance. Uh, you can be the smartest guy, but if you don't love it, then it's not going to matter. So um, kind of walked out of there like I did when I walked out of LSU with Jalen. I mean, those guys are just they're, they're passionate about the game. Um, and then obviously being around Avante all spring and training camp and then watching him kind of grow here as we've gotten started, um, wouldn't have expected anything less.